Welcome to the Elevate Media Podcast with your host, Chris Anderson. In this show, Chris and his guests will share their knowledge and experience on how to go from zero to successful entrepreneur. They have built their businesses from scratch and are now ready to give back to those who are just starting. Let's get ready to learn, grow, and elevate our businesses. And now your host, Chris Anderson. What's up, Kevin? Hi, I think I've been here before. (laughs) The first episode that we're doing together here for the Elevate Media Podcast, man, I'm excited to have you on here. Share your expertise, bring on, you know, everything you know, everything you've learned. How long have you been doing videography and film stuff? Man, I've been doing it for about 12 years now. It feels like just yesterday I picked up my first camera and then took it back the next day because I realized it's too video. I was like, I want to do video. You know, it's awesome. I've been doing video for a while now, a lot of experience, a lot of... Guys, today we're going to be talking about lenses specifically, because lenses, when you're looking at it, I mean, the bodies themselves, the camera bodies, without the lenses, can be uh, intimidating. Once you figure that out and know what you want to do, lenses can be even more intimidating. Which lens we need, why, what's the benefit of all these numbers on here. So, yeah, uh, walk us through real quick, you know... The, the normal things you look for in a lens, the different numbers, what they mean at a high level for those trying to figure out all that. Um, basically, from a high level perspective is most people buy a camera because they want to get into portraiture or nature photography or real estate, stuff like that. So when it comes into those MMs that you see on the side of the lenses, that can be a bit intimidating, realizing like what that exactly means, you know. Yeah. And a good place to start is the nifty 50 millimeter lens. Yeah. The nifty 50, which is, let me find it. Yeah. I think it's over there on the edge there. It's right here. It's just a little guy. Compact. And it's good for portraiture because it gets the background blown out. And let me find it on here. Oh my gosh. So 1.8. A lot of people wonder what that means, and that is your aperture. Basically, that means how wide that is going to open and close. Basically, not close, but how wide it can open. It can open to a 1.8 inch, um, what's the right word, diameter? Uh, Sure. Yeah. You know, circumference, diameter. Basically, that's how how wide it can open. I need to get to the point. But yeah, that's a good portraiture lens to get and start out with. And I highly recommend it. Cool. So the the one point eight is called what? Is the aperture right? Yes, one point eight, and that's so how, how wide, how much light it lets in. Uh-huh. So the smaller, the better. The bigger, the better. it's not really the better, but it's just it changes up its use case uh, scenario. Basically, okay. like if you were to jump between one point eight and one point four, that can be thousands of dollars worth of value difference. Okay. But from my end, like I don't see the 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 benefit of that. Gotcha. So save the money, you know, and just get you a 1.8, uh, a 1.2 even. Like there was a Canon 1 lens like way back in the past and that thing is just super bright. Huh. But you don't need to get overwhelmed when it comes to aperture. Basically, the smaller your aperture or the bigger, like let's say it's 3.5, that gets your whole subject matter in focus. The lower the number is on the aperture, the more chance you have risking that it's hunting for your subject like we call that focus breathing and where it's like zooming in and out it's like wow 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 you know it's like yeah. very trippy okay. but we don't want that going down on a set shoot like that so, and that's the biggest number you should look for on what? the lens that's the that's the bare minimum like i've seen 
f4 lenses and that's just the bare not the bare minimum but just it doesn't really get the background blurred out there's a lot of pros and cons when it comes to this okay so you know let's walk through some of the lenses that we use specifically right now or a lot of the time at elevate so uh -huh. you want to go through some of those and what what their uses are and why you chose that for that certain thing okay perfect exactly so this is our most used lens. It's the Tamron uh, 28 to 75 millimeter. Yeah, yeah. It's 2.8. So that means it's at a 2.8 locked on aperture, any shooting situation. And that in itself is great because we shoot with the A7S3 model Sony cameras, which they have the shooting profile picture S-Log3. So you can start your base ISO at either 800 or 12,800 shooting in S-Log3. That's unheard of when it comes to any other camera model. I've never heard of it. So with aperture being 2.8, you can bump up that dynamic range a whole lot better if it was just an F4 lens, you know? But we use this lens to just get different millimeters while we zoom in and out. Mm -hmm. So we could get a wide angle shot of just basically establishing where we're at with the 20... 28 millimeter focal length and then we bump that up to 35 and 50 we can do over the shoulder like interview style videos like just candid videos and then you can get really up close with 75 that's showing detail you know like what someone's working on what they have in their hands you don't have time in this field of work to just swap out lenses all day that is the main thing that i look out for is the versatility of a single lens because if you're shooting on a gimbal, yeah. you always have to take it off, rebalance it, recalibrate it, and that eats into valuable moments for your day or your clientele, you know? Yeah. Because they don't know what we're doing. We gotta, we just gotta come correct and come prepped. So that's a good workhorse one, kind of yes. a lot of different things. What are some of the others we have that we use a lot of? Well, right here is our newest one, yeah. <laughs> and I'm surprised I sank the money into it, but it has uh, versatility and use, and I've used this a lot. This is a Sigma 14 to 28 millimeter 2.8 lens. And no other lens has a cap cover that just completely envelops it because it looks like it's pregnant, you know? <laughs> it's got a curved that, that's edge. Concave, right? Yeah, it's concave. concave. And the downside, the only downside I can say about this lens is you can't screw on any ND filters on the front, mm -hmm. but they make ones that you can you place on okay. the entryway of the lens. It's a big hassle, but, you know, I don't really see the need for it yeah. because I'm mainly shooting real estate. Yeah, I was going to say, so what we use this one for mostly real estate and walkthrough type videos at homes or, or RV uh, uh -huh. RVs and things like that? And, yeah, basically RV walkthrough videos, uh, home walkthrough videos. Why is this one good for those? It's good for these because it, it expands the background where otherwise with the strain on like yeah, right. a wider background so you can see where you're at and also feel like you're in that space with that person. Like it's just very natural. Yeah. You know? Awesome. It's very realistic. Yeah. So it gives a lot of versatility, especially if you're in the real estate or, or those kind mm -hmm. of um, production type videos of right. location mm -hmm. that are maybe sometimes even compact and hard to get. There, full view. Yeah. A lot of uh, lenses do a lot of compact uh, type stuff, you know. Yeah, and it's just a it's just a nice lens to have, you know. I was kind of like iffy on getting it, but then I realized like, oh, this this does have practicality and use, and 
I love slapping this thing on, just going out and just capturing life as it happens, you know? That's awesome. It's very, like, photojournalistic style, too. That's cool. Yeah. So any others? What else we got up there that we that are utilized um, at all? Right here is a Prime lens. So oh, yeah. Prime, you might be wondering. Uh, Key of the Optimus Prime voice. <laughs> <laughs> Autobots roll out. Basically, this is a 35 millimeter. Uh, let me find out what aperture it is. It's a 1.835 millimeter lens. This was about 700 bucks. It's a good mid-tier range lens, but it has a locked focal length. Yeah, that's what prime means, right? Yeah, it prime means it's, fo- it's locked on. Okay. Yep. And this is good for portraits, too. It's just, I don't really know what to say about it. It's just a good lens to have. Yeah. It's, so, so a lot of things, if it's, if it's maybe like an interview or a static type thing, yeah. you know, you'll need a certain distance that mm-hmm. stay that way. Yeah, right. Uh, it's so, good for it's good for that because guess what? It's locked off at 35 millimeters and it has a 1.8 aperture. 2.8 is a little bit higher. If you want a little bit more light in, use this for your portrait photography or just, it gives uh, appealing like interview style shots too. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Any others? And now I think we got what a kit. A, a this right here kit. is the dreaded kit lens. <laughs> dreaded kit lens. <laughs> Like, don't get excited when you, you hear that the camera comes with a kit lens. Like, okay, because <laughs> this little guy here is a 3.5 to 5.6 variable aperture lens. Variable aperture, like, if you choose to zoom in, it's going to lower it to 5.6, you know? And that could be detrimental based on the work that you're trying to get. The only way you can combat this is bringing light. Light kits, which those are expensive, you know. Yep. I just don't recommend these for anybody starting out, but if it's all you got, it's all you got. Yeah. And there's no shame in that whatsoever. But yeah, that's that's basically the throwdown on the kit lens. Nice. No, that's awesome. And I think you kind of broke it down and, and explained why and, and the uses. Or is there a lens that you're looking forward to getting in the future? And is there a specific use for it? I know we talked about Um, I want to get a telephoto day, lens. A telephoto? To do like planetary mm-hmm. photography, like starlight okay. photography, nature shots. Yeah. I'd like to get. And those are the really big ones. Yeah. You see you like. Those are the ones with the, you know, yeah. like that long and they got that mounting yeah. point to screw on to uh, a tripod and yeah. the camera just looks like a little square at the end yeah. of it. They're huge. Yeah, those would be cool because you can get a lot of stuff from far away, right? Yeah, yeah. Without actually disturbing the the nature of what you're trying to get. That's awesome. And it's just nice to get, you know, yeah. but uh, I think they have a $5,000 price tag yeah, just starting out. They're pretty pricey. They're an investment for sure. So I, I guess as we kind of... Uh, wind things down with as you went over the, the main lenses that we use and why and, and the benefit of them. Anything else you want to mention or tell people about lenses in general, uh, maybe if, as they're choosing it? As they're choosing a lens, you want to think about what you're trying to shoot. Basically, that's what it all comes down to. Uh, if you're a wedding videographer, like I am in a lot of case scenarios, you want a zoom lens, one that gets ultra-wide, and zooms in because you just don't have that valuable time to play around with your gimbal or just play around with lenses, basically. It's more to keep track of in an already chaotic day. You know, why add to the chaos and turmoil when you can just coast on easy street and just get a a, a zoom lens, you know? So if you're not doing weddings, you're doing other things, just, you know, rewatch this episode. And uh, Kevin explained the lays out all these lenses and the benefits for for a lot of different scenarios, and I think these are some really good ones to look into if you're starting out. Obviously, you know we favor Sony, but there are some that that mm-hmm. that match for Canon and things of that nature as well. So, uh, Kevin, man, it's been 
awesome having you on the first episode together. I, yeah. I look forward to doing more of these technical things with you to, to share with some people listening who are doing videography and trying to grow their agencies and things like that and, and just trying to do better video content in general, even if they're uh-huh. not an agency owner with it. So, uh, man, appreciate it. And uh, yeah, until next time, you guys go out there, continue to do what you're doing, elevate your brand, elevate your lives, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to the Elevate Media Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. See you in the next episode.